I mean, we're creators all the time. I believe that we're we're co-creating with this universal, basically, energy. We, yes. you know, we know scientifically again that that everything is really just energy, right? And and so we, as human beings, with this brain that we have, are able to to create what it is with this energy and manipulate it. Hello, friends, and welcome to Curiously Wise. Today, I have Aaron McCarty with me, and I had to ask her how to pronounce her name because it's this beautiful spelling that made no sense to me, but it is Aaron, like Lauren, without an L. That's how I'm remembering it. So I'm sharing my little tip there with you. Anyway, let me introduce Aaron to you, and, and then we'll, we'll dive into a great conversation. I know we're going to have fun. In 1986, Aaron discovered her life's purpose was to inspire the love of God in people. For over 30 years, Aaron has helped people see that a power greater than themselves is at work in their lives, build their dreams, and co-create richer, more fulfilling lives. As a sought-after life coach and professional speaker, Aaron offers inspiring workshops around the country, as well as transformational, in-depth coaching programs that help clients achieve a deeper sense of purpose, fulfillment, and spiritual aliveness. She is the mother of two grown sons, a lover of moss, ferns, and tall trees, and lives in Oregon with her husband, their dog, and chickens. I can tell already that we have a lot in common. <laughs> so welcome to Curiously Wise, Aaron. It's so great to have you Thank here. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So I always go out and do a little research on people before they come on my show, and I found this really interesting thing in your website name. So I want to start there. And that is Soul Print. You talk about, or your website is Soul Print Journeys. And I've never heard the term Soul Print before. So tell us a little bit about that. What is it? And how does it come into play in the work you do? Yeah, so it's basically really celebrating our uniqueness. There has never been another one of you in, in the entire history of the planet with your experiences, your talents, your the things that are interest you and and the path that you have taken as a person to be who you are, the the difficulties, the pains, but also the the wonderful experiences you've had that have changed you. So your soul print is how you take all of who you are uniquely. And I believe that, you know, we are kind of created with this constellation of of us for a purpose. And so it's kind of discovering what all of this life's journey can can offer the world. Like, how can I give this back to the planet? What What is my imprint on the world? Mm. So the soul print is who you are and how it imprints, just like a thumbprint or a fingerprint mm -hmm. on surface. Your your surface is, is your experience in the world around you. Mm -hmm. Nice. I like that. Okay. So how do you use that in your work? So my work is really trying to help people to figure out what, what their soul is calling them to do. Mm. So in the coaching and, you know, and speaking as well, inspiring people to, to think about that, really delving deep to not just settle for what could work. I think a lot of times we've we built our lives around this is a practical, this is this, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to 
studied this in college so that I can get a good paying job, not right. this is what I'm passionate about, right? Right. So really discovering a life that makes you just say yes, this this mm. has this bubbling up inside you enthusiasm. And and then taking the steps towards creating that. So we're making our soul print. So the soul is calling this experience in us. And how can we discover what that is, what really, you know, wants to come out of us, but then also the practical, like how can we make that happen? And it's not just the the businessy sort of form of okay, these are the steps I'm going to take to make this business successful. Mm-hmm. It's bringing in the, the creator of the universe. So I really believe that we as individuals have a constant connection and no one has a better connection to that presence than, than you do. Mm-hmm. So the way that you find it, and as a coach, what I do is it's called evocative coaching so I'm not telling you, oh, you should go do this thing. I'm I'm pulling out of you, you know, what mm-hmm. what's coming through you through that spirit, divine, God, whatever we want to call it. Yeah. So yeah, basically finding that what that calling is and and then you using the universal I use the term universal laws, but the laws of creation. So one of the most important I believe is is the law of vibration. Hmm. So it's been proven that we as human beings and plants and everything vibrate at certain levels. Right. And when we are experiencing different thoughts and feelings, we vibrate at different levels. And that's the whole thing with the gratitude. You know, the, the power of gratitude moves us up to a level that is that is also the level of abundance. Yes. That we feel this sense of abundance when we feel this gratitude. And so it shifts us to this higher frequency. So we use universal laws like that, the law of attraction, mm-hmm. what I'm focusing on in my in my visualization. I'm I'm telling the universe this is what I want. And things, it's amazing, it's miraculous mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. starts to come to you when you have a clear vision of what you want in your yes. life. It, um, it really is miraculous. It's crazy. It's I, really, I, yeah. I've done that unwittingly in my life at times where I just wanted something so much. And my mother told me once, everything you put your mind to, you create or you get. And it's like, oh, I was doing that. Right <laughs> on. Wow. Yeah. So wow. yeah, it was one of those wisdom moments I remember, but it's 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 something I forget and I have to remind myself again to come back to that a feeling of abundance, that gratitude. Mm-hmm. And and gratitude for me is is the magic word. It is. Yeah. You know, I, when I do an affirmation, I try to always create gratitude within that, that I'm doing it with a, a sense of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause it's it's a magical it, it's magic. It's just yeah, it is. It's magic. Yeah. 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 It and does it's just that vibration. I, you know, I have a science background too. So I have mm-hmm. kind of balanced this science and spirituality my whole adult life. And there's a scientific basis for it too. There's a part in the back of your brain that's called the reticular activating system. Hmm. And its job, it's RAS, you know, the RAS. Its job is to look for things that you're looking for. So it's why you can 
hear your name called in a crowd of people. Like there's so much noise uh-huh. and yet you hear your name. Right. It's when you, you know, you hear of a new band or a movie that's a book that someone's liking and it, the book's been out for 20 years, but then all of a sudden you start hearing it and seeing it all over the place. And how right. is and it's because you, you're looking for it. Gratitude puts you in the space of looking for gratitude. Yes. So your brain, your, you know, your being is, is searching for the things to be grateful for. Okay. And it shifts us. And so then those things start to come. Yeah. So the, the example that comes to my mind is I am oblivious of cars <laughs> until I own one. You know, I, can, I just see cars. Yeah, they're cars. I, years ago, I got a Honda CRV, and I swear every third car I saw after that was a Honda CRV. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen them before. Right, right. It's funny, so, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I did not know about this part of our brain. I've yeah. never even heard about it before, but it yeah. makes so much sense. So there's my first curiosity point. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the reticular activation system. See, I'm going to have to go do more research now. Cause, right. It's, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, the thing, the thing about that is that it also filters out the things that could be valuable to you. Mm. So if you're in this state of, Oh, the light world is terrible. I can't make, nothing's going to happen. If you're in that non-gratitude space mm-hmm. where you're finding problems with everything, you're going to be finding more problems with everything. And you're not going to be, the opportunities will be dismissed because they're not what you're looking for. Right. So I just, this last weekend was in a webinar um, and there, the guy who ran it played a video right at the beginning of it. It's called the money tree. It looked like it was made probably back in the 70s. And it was an experiment where somebody took $101 bills and clipped them to a tree. It looked like in a small city street. And she even put little notes on it like, this is a gift for you or the abundance or whatever. And, and people would walk by and not see it. Wow. People would duck under the dollar bills and not see them. Wow. So that's got to be the same. Right. Listen, that's right. not what they were yeah. looking for. And, yeah. and it was it was an, an experiment to see, you know, if it would be a mob taking all of it or if or right. one person right. take all of them. No, there was only a few people that actually came up and, and investigated wow. it enough to take one. One person, I think, took six. That was, wow. yeah, it was like, but it's fascinating to me because that explains this, this little nugget of things of information you just gave us. That explains so much why you can walk right past things that, that they're not on your list of important things to notice. Right, right. Yeah. Or, you know, even I was thinking about in the households, you know, you, you put your glasses down unconsciously mm-hmm. and then you can't find them anywhere. Right. And yet when you're looking for them, you know exactly, you know, like you can, if that's what your, yeah, if you your consciousness is yeah. on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Huh. Okay. I'm fascinated already. <laughs> <laughs> Because that one, that right there, that one, I, I love connecting the science to the, the the spiritual because I'm not a scientist. Yes. I'm yeah. a writer. I'm an intuitive. It's, I just, that, science was never my thing. But just connecting the, the physical, the science part with the spiritual part for me is really interesting because I do work with people in the physical body or the energies of the physical body right. is, is what it is. But they come in usually with some pain in the body. Right. And 
So I'm always looking for how the spiritual and the physical connect. And this is something I was missing. And it, I can see so many places where that is going to come into play when I work with my clients. Right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I totally, that whole mind-body yeah. connection is so powerful that we, you know, we have these paradigms that we, you know, we see the world through the glasses of our life and our thoughts and our beliefs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, illness, I really do believe, is created because we believe certain things about ourselves and how the universe works and what we deserve and our yeah. worthiness and all of that is huge with with the creation of of illness in our yeah I, I think that's a big piece of it. The other piece that I find is that it's things we don't want to deal with. Yes, you yes. know, so we stuff them in the body. Absolutely, yeah, and, and then it's yeah. it like it's festers. Yeah, so there's there's I, both of I, those are working together. Yeah, being aware of those systems makes so much easier to create health and wellness and joy and happiness right. and gratitude. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's and I, I was thinking about the the difference, the balance between. So there's this, you know, I think that we have this discontent in our lives. You know, that's the stuffing and the, mm -hmm. the creation of disease. And you know, I think that it is kind of the universe and our own inner connection with the universe that is telling us this is not your life. This is not what you're meant to be doing here. And so we have these, uh, you know, unhappiness with the situation. But then if you put the other side of that, where you have a draw to something mm -hmm. that, you know, a vision of a really clear, this is what I do want. And then you can put your attention on that. Yeah. It's like, you know, a ship guiding by a star that it's going to be tacking it's going to be off course maybe mm -hmm. a lot of it but you get so far off course and then you're like oh wait that's not right that's yeah. what i'm yeah. trying to get to and then you come back and you and i think that mm -hmm. that life is really about that about yeah. that tapping you know <laughs> you you get in a in a habit you start something and then you fall it falls aside or you get you know in a way of thinking about something and you're trying to clear with affirmations or whatever trying to clear that right. path up but then you get off and you kind of go back to what's familiar and then right. you catch yourself and come back again. Yeah. yeah. And I think each of those tacks away from true North, if you will, are learning experiences. You know, we, yeah. we create them for a reason and yeah, it's, so. we've come here to have an experience, right? So, exactly. and that's how you learn and expand and grow. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's not easy when you're on that tack. <laughs> sometimes yeah. um, to keep that in mind. It's like, oh, this is all going to be fine. It's good for me right. to this experience. No, sometimes it sucks. That's super painful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. there's definitely some really hard things that we go through as right. TV. Right. And then, you know, it's the the, the storm, right? You have this huge, terrible hurricane of things, you know, and then there is a time where that storm has passed and things settle. And uh, I was looking at Mount St. Helens. We live not far from it. Mm -hmm. And you know, the, the, the mountain was completely destroyed and now there's all these beautiful trees growing back up again and that we are changed by that experience, but then we can use what that change did to us, yes. you know, how yeah. it affected us, how we, and 
And I think I really do believe that every experience has a lesson and a gift mm -hmm. to offer it. You know, maybe I'm more empathetic. Maybe mm -hmm. I can, I'm, have more courage, whatever those things yeah. are that, and then if we, again, with, you know, the focus, if we focus on the gifts as opposed to the, the pain of it, that, that then we can use that as our soul print. We're using yeah. that as how can I take this horrible experience and benefit the world moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, one of the things I say regularly to clients, especially new clients, is that the way I work is to help you get to reveal the pain, the, perp the, the source of the pain, which is mm -hmm. almost always something emotional, mm -hmm. and release it. But you get to release the pain, but you keep the wisdom. Yes. And that's yeah. the point, is to keep the wisdom. We don't like, want to keep the pain. We don't need the pain anymore. No, yeah. we don't need the pain anymore. It served its purpose. And exactly. Now we can, yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's I, I sort of feel like a collector of wisdom these days. It's like, how can I take all of these things in my life, these, this soul print that I have, this, ex, this way this life is expressed and, and keep the really juicy, yummy, good parts that, you know, are, are useful and feel good and raise my vibe and all that stuff and let go of the, the other stuff, forgive right. it, forget it, whatever it has to be. So, yeah. So I, I love this idea of the soul print. That's fascinating. So for someone who may not be used to working with laws. We've talked about the universal laws. We've talked about yeah. focusing on what you want. Can you give us, I know with the law of attraction, that works mm -hmm. really well. I'm assuming that pretty much with all of those laws, but I don't know what you include in all of that. There's right. the law of effect, so attraction, yeah. law of vibration. <laughs> what other ones might there be? Put you on the spot here. Put me on the spot. Yeah, I don't know that I can manifestation. Mm -hmm. is one that I, I kind of feel like that's, we basically, the, the law of manifestation is, is using our, our, the pull of, of the vision mm -hmm. and, and knowing there's a sense of confidence that, that this law will, will produce. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that that's built on a trial and error kind of thing. Yeah. You know, you, you do this, the small, you can start small and, you know, I used to do my, my thing was manifesting parking spots. And I, I was do like, that still. I'm going to manifest and, and yeah, right in front every time, you know, mm -hmm. and you know, it's there. So, but then again, I lived in New York city in the, in the late eighties and you have to move your car yeah. to the opposite side of the street every day. Oops. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's one side, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, it's the other side. And so I went out to move my car and I had my, the mindset of it's really hard to get a spot in New York. You know, mm -hmm. I learned from the late night show that a third of the cars in New York have to be moving at all times. There <laughs> aren't there's that, just not, there's not that many spots. So I went out to, to find a spot and I'm, you know, looking long and I find this spot and I... I'm so excited. I park the car and I get in there and I, then I look at the sign and I think Monday, Wednesday, Friday, is that the date? And I convinced myself that that parking spot was not, not one that I could use. <laughs> and I left it. And then I was like, what was I thinking? Of course, that's a spot. But, you know, we can, we can convince ourselves that yeah. that's not happening. Right. So there is a sense with the law of manifestation 
there is there is a need for uh, a sense of of confidence mm-hmm. in that that it that it's coming to you. Yeah, and I think that that can be built, you know, bigger and bigger goals and and realizations that that's happening. I think another easy way to to begin to bring things to your life with this. So you have a vision of what you want. You mm-hmm. have this North Star that we can guide ourselves towards. Um, but the the putting the feeling life onto it is super important too. So I I learned it was sort of an epiphany in my 20s. I had this thought like, wow, everything that we we want, a thing that we want is really what we're wanting is the feeling that we think we're going to get when we get that mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. So the the midlife sports car is not about really the car at all. Yeah. It's about the feeling of being sexy or being young mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. being wealthy or whatever those things are right. that's wanting. So even, you know, wanting a relationship, what we're really wanting is the feeling that we of being loved and being cared for and mm-hmm. being, you know, it's a feeling that we're wanting. And so if we can, through visualization, begin to put that feeling on, step into mm-hmm. the life of one of my manifestations recently was this house. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, my husband and I had been dreaming for two years. We had this vision of what we wanted. We wanted three to five acres. We wanted a, a home that, you know, different things that we were describing. And I began to visualize myself in the house of my dreams and washing the dishes. What would the, how would I feel washing the dishes, looking out the window at the woods that I live in? Mm-hmm. What does that feel like? Oh, it's relaxing. And it's so having that vision and I call it putting yourself in it. I put myself into this vision and what, what is it like to be that person, to be standing at the window, washing my dishes, looking out at my forest. And how, how does that feel? It's opening. It's, I have the sense of calmness and peace. If I'm, if I'm wanting to be a successful businesswoman, what does that feel mm. like? I feel confident. And I find myself, even in visualization, that my physical body relaxes or with, when I'm the successful businesswoman, the confidence, my chest is lifted. I am different. Mm-hmm. And when I put those feelings on, I can, you know, I have this visualization. I'm in this. I'm feeling this. Mm-hmm. Then I have to go through my day as a successful businesswoman. Right. You know, as someone who peacefully lives in the woods, as someone who is in a loving relationship and feels cherished. And when I start to do that, I think the thing too is, that our our comfort zone is expanded. Oh yeah. So if I'm living this life, if I am that confidence woman in business, I can make that phone call and it's not scary because I know that I've already lived that. I am that person. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in a relationship that if I'm feeling that loved and cherished, I'm going to make different decisions in my in my life because I I already have that. I am cherished. Right. I know that I'm cherished. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's less scary for me to be doing it because I'm familiar with it. It's already part of who I am in the habit. It's not this scary unknown because I right. did it. Right. It's kind of like rehearsing 
Yeah. 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 How, how am I going to be when I'm out there? It's, mm-hmm. I, I did a lot of theater when I was a kid. <laughs> right. It reminds me of that. You go out and you learn, you learn how you need to be on stage. You know, you need to stand this way. You need to dance that way. And you, yeah. and you get comfortable with it. So you don't have to think about it. Right. And right. you learn the lines. So you know exactly what to say at the right moment. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And so putting that emotion on it yeah. just magnifies it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, which is what's really, yeah. I don't think I ever did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, usually in theater, you, you know, yeah. it's not yeah. too much. So, yeah. Okay. That is, it's interesting because I'm just thinking I have a habit of when I'm about to go do something with either somebody I don't know very well or it's, it's a little outside my comfort zone. I catch myself talking to myself in the mirror as if I'm talking to that person. Sure. Yeah. And I yeah. just do it. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh, now I know what I'm doing. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. But put that emotion on it too. Yeah. Of who, oh, I do. Who do you want to be in that conversation? I'm always very yeah. calm, casual, articulate. I mean, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's great. But I have to play with it. I have to try it out. Right. First. That's right. Way to go. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, okay. Really interesting stuff here. So you mentioned parking places. I, I wanted to just add that early on, and I think I am, I do part of this by by recruiting my guides. Definitely, I two things early on in my path here to where I am now is one I asked for. I, I needed to be reminded that there was magic in the world because mm. I would get really high when I was working with somebody, and then you know, and or learning something new about this, and then I would drop back down to my my normal vibration. And I didn't really like being there anymore because I had experienced this higher vibration, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so I, I needed to be reminded on a regular basis that mm-hmm. I was more than that baseline. So I asked for feathers. Now, oh, okay. I don't remember exactly why I asked for feathers, but I live in a beautiful community that's got these walking trails. We have uh-huh. just old growth forests all around us in this part right. of Virginia. Nice. And, and they're very accessible and I spend as much time as possible in them. But I just asked, you know, send me a feather when I'm, when I need some reassurance, please send me a feather. And it was my way of intentioning that higher vibration. And I got crazy things. I saw a feather on somebody. I was on a train and somebody had a big feather on her arm sitting across from me. I came out of a restaurant once and this white feather just came out of a clear blue sky, no bird around, just dropped down in front of me. I have, I have bouquets of feathers in my house now. And I still every now and then find them. I don't always pick them up anymore. But the other piece of it is I always, whenever I found one, I would say, oh, thank you. I would be so grateful for it, right? That's so then so you great. get more. And I was, you know, it sort of encouraged me. It was that validation that, yeah, there is more. There is magic in the world. Look, you just got a feather out of thin air. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I have a standing one for easy left turns. Oh. And, I, and I always, whenever I get, you know, I catch nice. the light right. I, the traffic cl- makes open the way for me. I always go, oh, thank you. That's great. <laughs> so it's just a way to sort of, you know, reinforce that. Yeah, yeah. I, I always bless the person behind, two behind, two cars behind me on a turn. Like I want them, those two people to get through the light. I'm going to start doing that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to add that. That's great. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny the things that you can you can manifest without yeah. realizing even that's what you're doing. I think I think we do right. that with a lot a lot in our lives is that we manifest without absolutely. realizing how we do it. So yeah, absolutely. It's nice to be in your conscious mind about it. Do it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, we're creators all the time. Like yeah. we're, we're, I mean, I believe that we're, we're co-creating with this universal, basically energy. We, yes. you know, we know yeah. scientifically again, that, that everything is really just energy. Right. And, and so we, as human beings with this brain that we have, are able to, to create what it is with this energy and manipulate it. So, yeah. Right. And that's, that's where it's really important to focus on what you want. What you want. Not what you don't want. Right. Yeah. that's what you'll end up bringing to you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And a- I think that that's, you know, it, it's, I, I've been playing with that at a more refined level mm-hmm. lately in that, you know, what, what media, medium, you know, like, am I, am I not just the news kind of thing, but also like, what kind of movies am I sitting and watching with my husband at night? Like, what kind of energy am I getting into in that space yeah. too? And to really try to be conscious with, you know, oh, I'm relaxing and I'm having an, an evening, my mind, I want my mind to go blank. But, you know, I, I, I'm assuming that I, that other people are like this, but I take that movie and I dream about it and I think about it the next day. And mm-hmm. I, so we're spending time with that energy. So to just be conscious, and I'm not saying, you know, you don't get to watch whatever, you know, but right. just be yeah. aware of that, that that's right. going to be an energy that you're going to carry for a little while. Yeah. I'm, I'm very careful. I, I am, I am a self avowed TV holic. You know, I'm a child of my generation. It was all new. We had three channels. <laughs> but I do watch television every evening for a couple of hours. That's my, mm. my unwind time. But I'm very, I, I always check in what I'm in the mood for. Mm-hmm. And what do I want to go to bed with, essentially? Right, so, yeah. Yeah, so it's like no news in the evening. I don't watch much news anyway. It's usually the comedians if, it, if I'm watching. I curate very carefully what I watch in the evenings because I carry it forward with me, yeah. like you were talking about. I think that we've probably come to a good stopping place. And I want to go to the rapid fire questions. Okay. Okay, so these are just for fun. And whatever comes out, off the top of your head is the perfect thing in this moment. So first one is, who is or was the wisest person in your life? I would say, I think my father. How was he the wisest person? For so you? he had a perspective of the world that he was one of those people that that kind of stood back and, and observed. He was very soft-spoken, but saw everything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he had a, a depth of soul that most of us don't get to. Mm. And he wasn't really pushing about it, didn't talk about it all that much, but I really feel like he, he had a wisdom that uh, I haven't seen anywhere else. Yeah. Nice. That's a great energy to grow up with. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your favorite self-care practice? My favorite self-care practice. These are rapid fire. <laughs> rapid fire. Thank <laughs> you about that one. <laughs> favorite self-care practice. And, you know, it's a, such an important thing that self-care. I guess I would say I walk in my woods. Um, I, as I was saying earlier, my dream home, we just moved here. We have 13 acres now of old growth forest. And the summer we built two miles of trails in it. And so every, oh. every day I go out and I 
am walking in my trees. And oh, uh, I definitely think that that's huge in self-care. Yeah. yeah, that's great. That's my one of my favorites too. What lights you up when you're feeling down? Mm. I think just, you know, I feel so grateful for getting to, to play in this world. I mean, I think of all of us, like the whole soul print thing and the, you know, that we have been given this, this particular life to, to play the game of this life and, and make the decisions and do the things and, and experience the yumminess of coffee and mm. the sunshine on your face. And so I think when I'm feeling kind of, so my son is going off to college in about an hour. Oh, uh, and it's the end of summer, and so he's going back to school. And he's my youngest, and he is the one that I connect personality-wise. My older one's more like my husband. And mm-hmm. So I was feeling a little down this morning. And, you know, oh, he's going back to school. And then I just really got in touch with how fabulous my life is mm. and how excited I am for him to be doing, you know, going and doing his his life. And so I think for me, when when I'm feeling down, what I do shift to is what a blessing it is to to get to play in in this yeah. physical world. Yeah, yeah. So just it's a, like a perspective shift, like a a flip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's such a great skill to have. All right, and then the last one is: Do you have a favorite mantra or affirmation? The one I've been using the most lately is this is what it looks like when it's all coming together. And uh, oh, I love that. <laughs> so a lot of times it can be super crazy when we're starting to manifest things. We've, we've been working on our property a great deal this summer. We've built gathering spaces that we dug out of the hills and we're planting an orchard and we just put psyllium down to grow mushrooms so that we could plant oh. the tree them this fall or winter and it's a big the dust is this thick now there's (laughs) you know piles of dead wood that we've pulled out of the woods Mm -hmm. and it's a mess but i you know this is what it looks like when it's all coming together you clean out your closet and it's a huge mess you know (laughs) or whatever you're trying to create you know there's some chaos that happens in that process and so to just affirm that I'm in the right place and it will all come together. I think any artistic experience, you know, it, that you get to this point where you put a whole lot of effort into it and you think it's terrible right. and no, it's awful and it will never be beautiful. And this is awful. Stay with it, stay with it, stay with it. And you will have a beautiful thing. So this is what it looks like when it's all coming together. I love that. I, I wrote novels for one of my careers and I always knew it was time to hand it off to somebody else to look at when I just wanted to kill everybody in it and, and burn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And it was oh, always yeah. far better than I could right. dream it was, right. but I couldn't see it anymore. But mm-hmm. somebody else would kind of clear the path through the, the chaos and say, yeah, you got this. Just keep going. And it was, it was just, everything was, a, you know, sort of not orderly, but then it, it fell together in the perfect way. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. love I love that. That's a great one. I've never heard that one before. And it's just, <laughs> I'm going to borrow that one too. I am at peace. I'm abundant. Yeah, no, I got a lot of them, but. Everybody the does, but I find that, yeah. that, that I know for me, I kind of cycle through. I'll, I'll work with one for a, quite right. a while. And then 
without noticing it, it kind of drifts away and something else comes in and replaces it. And, and well, that's the, I think it's what speaks to you and what you you need as that person right at that moment. Right. And, uh, right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Can you let our listeners know where to find you online? Yes. Yeah, so as you said, my business name is Soul Print Journeys. And so it's soulprintjourneys.com is my uh, website. And then there's a Facebook group, Soul Print Journeys, you can look for if you'd like to join. I, I do a Tuesday, every Tuesday, I do a five-minute little video of a perspective on life. Right. And so that group will get, get those. You'll get those. Great. Yeah. All right. And I think, that, do you have a YouTube channel? I do have a YouTube here. channel and it, it is not an easy one to say. So oh. it, <laughs> send me the I, link. We'll put it in the, uh, yes, you'll have the link. And I do have a gift. Is this the time? Oh, yes. I would, yeah, absolutely. Not, I forgot yeah. about that. Thank you. So for, for uh, listeners, I have a, a four part video series that kind of walks you through the process of creating a vision that you love for your life. So we've talked a lot about yeah. having that North star. So this four-part video series will give you that that North Star. And the link is in there. It is on my website, but you can't get there unless you have the link. So okay. hidden page on my on my website. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. That sounds perfect. Thank you for offering that too. It's always yeah. nice. Like, yeah, I'm excited. It's to have good. something it's for great the great to start. Yeah, to begin yeah. that and get you on the great. journey. Perfect. Thank you so much. All right. I'm I want to thank Aaron for being here with us because this has been a fascinating conversation and I have learned so much <laughs> and I want to thank the listeners for being here with us as well and eventually the viewers and I hope that you'll come back next week for another episode of Curiously Wise we release a new episode every Tuesday we'll be here and I hope that you stay well stay happy and stay curious Thank you so much for joining us today on Curiously Wise. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future fabulous conversations. And if you had any ahas, please share them in a review on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to pay forward the unique wisdom we all have. If you want to know more about me or my intuitive energy healing practice, Heartlight Wellness, please head over to my website www.heartlightjoy.com. Curiously Wise is a team effort. I am grateful for the skill and enthusiasm Arlene Membrot, our producer, and Sam Wittig, our audio engineer, bring to this collaboration. Our music is Where the Light Is by Lemon Music Studio. I'm Lauren Wittig. Please join me again next week for another episode of Curiously Wise. From my heart to yours, may your life be filled with love, light, joy, and of course, curiosity.